0: It's The Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of The Real Estate Podcast, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts from. It is a Sunday. Hope your weekend is going well. We are up to June the 18th for 2023. Our weekend continues as we talk about real estate. We chase real estate, we think about real estate, we dream about real estate, whatever you are up to today, good luck with your real estate. Coming up, it is the seven-day look back with our seven days of real estate. And this week we spoke with Peter Chant from Tagulawar about how the affordability of rural lifestyle can actually happen for you and your family in Togulawar and some of those land sizes. So we'll be talking with him in just a moment. We were also on the streets of Sydney and a couple of people commenting on how they saw the property market. We spoke to Asti Mariano this week. This was part two of her Affordable livable Suburbs report and she breaks that down with some median prices. We also spoke this week to Catherine Skinner from Adelaide to discuss Adelaide's upward trajectory despite other cities stalling. And Anthony Landau we spoke to about mortgage holders who are hurting right now. The impact of course from those 12 rate rises and some of the things for mortgage holders to be thinking about. So that is all coming up with our seven days of property. If you're celebrating your birthday, happy birthday to you for the 18th of June. You are celebrating with Richard Madden, the Scottish actor, known of course for the role of his life, Rob Stark in the television series Game of Thrones. He is turning 30. 36 today and the big number for paul mccartney beatles 80 today happy birthday sir paul mccartney
0: from interest rates rising a shifting landscape rentals running hot clearance rates a tight rental market we cover it all every morning from 6am on the real estate breakfast it's the main centre forecast.
1: And around the country, let's check on the weather on this Sunday morning. First, we go to Sydney. A sunny Sunday is the order of today with 19 degrees. In Melbourne, expect partly cloudy and a couple of showers maybe this morning. A high of just 14 degrees. Brisbane, mainly fine for your Sunday with 24. And in Perth, plenty of cloud cover today expecting a top of 17.
0: Every morning from 6am across Australia, we deliver you the latest property news, commentary and predictions from Perth to Cairns and from Melbourne to Brisbane, 7 days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast.
1: So tell us some of the reasons why you specifically made the move to the rural area of Esk and Tuguluwa and what sort of a, a difference that has made just sort of taking
2: life a little bit more easier. During that COVID time when everyone was locked down and obviously myself, I sort of resonate with the buyers we meet every single day out here because I did the exact same thing myself. But I think during that lockdown period, people were just reassessing where they were living, reassessing the lifestyle they were living when they were at home. And there's something that sort of draws you to move out to the country where you can have space, you can have land, um, you can raise your kids in a, in a community as well because one of the reasons we chose out in the Somerset region or the Brisbane Valley is just because it is a very community-minded location and and I think too the the prospects for a lot of people working in the city who might be longing that they can now operate from home. That's one of the big things which a lot of people discovered during COVID and could have been one of the one of the blessings that came out of it. That the, the traditional way where people had to commute into the city to work in a corporate building um, may have been slow slightly debunked. And obviously, there'll always be a need for that. But one of the things we learnt is that it is possible.
1: All right. So let's have a look at the affordability factor. I'll get you to break that down for us in terms of what somebody can get for a patch of
2: dirt and a bit of lifestyle. One of the things which we have access to is an abundance of land in our area. Uh, Rural properties make up the majority of our market. So if a buyer is looking to buy a hobby or a lifestyle property up to 50, 60 acres, for example, with a home, a pool, infrastructure, sheds, they can do that for under a million dollars and most likely cheaper, which just isn't heard of anywhere else.
1: That's a lot of land and working from home, of course. Now, that has been the attraction. You talked about that. But I wonder for those who are not self-employed and were able to move into other locations during COVID, only to find now that the office is calling them back, suddenly they have a bit of a problem. Have you encountered that with any of your buyers?
2: Yeah, we have seen businesses or employees being asked to come back to the corporate world and and whilst for for some locations it may be an issue due to our proximity, it isn't as concerning for buyers where they haven't had to go and do a backflip and relocate back to the city because where we are in Esk, for example, it's just on an hour outside of the city and I think after people have lived the lifestyle, they'd rather drive one hour on the open country roads into work versus driving. 55 minutes through the inner city suburbs through traffic lights and all the congestion every morning so i think people are saying we're here and we want to stay and we'll we'll put up with the slightly longer commute And I think that it's
1: kind of tapered off as a result of exactly what I was just saying, you know, that the work from home has changed. That dynamic has changed with a lot of companies. How steady is your inquiry rate at the moment uh, from people not only looking to move, say, out of the Sunshine Coast, out of Brisbane, maybe the Gold Coast, but interstate as
2: well? Yeah, our inquiry levels are still the same levels where they, they were last year or even the year before. We've obviously got a lot of the people who have decided to uh, commute or leave the city and come live in the country to work from home, but we're also very much a lifestyle destination. We've got access to Somerset and Wivenhoe Dams, the Brisbane Valley Rail Trail. Uh, it's a very lifestyle orientated place. So whether people have to find employment or get into the industry in our area or work remotely from home or commute, we still have plenty of inquiry out here due to the lifestyle.
0: The Real Estate Breakfast is on the streets finding out what you think about the current market conditions.
2: Uh, I'm a first
3: home buyer, I'm starting to look to get into the market. The weather rates are going has created a lot of uncertainty in whether I should do it or should not do it. Everyone is telling me not to, the market will crash and then you'll be out of pocket. With my wife and I, we've, we've been trying to get out there and see what's what's happening, but I do think that with the interest rates increasing, people will, uh, will, will look to sell later and the market will drop a lot and will crash. Hopefully then we'll be able to, to buy something. What about your friends and their thoughts? Oh, they're all the same. Only one of them has bought a property and they say that, They're struggling at the moment. Me and my husband, it's a bit unsure about what's going to happen and they keep going up. So, you know, with us, you know, wanting to buy our first property together, it's a bit difficult. A little bit unsure, to be honest, like we get calls from, you know, real estate agents and all that kind of stuff. And some are saying that, you know, they'll stop the rate rises, but then some are saying that there'll still be increases. So it's just a little bit unsure, to be honest. We're not really sure what we're going to do in terms of buying this year. Yeah, we just don't really know what's going to happen. What about your friends? Um, Basically the same. Some, are, you know, predicting that yep they're going to keep going up going to keep going up but you know that's just what we're hearing on the news and I think they might be telling us the worst they're basically the exact same just really unsure about what's going to happen and just hoping that they're going to stop the rate rises.
0: If you're serious about real estate, we're serious about delivering the most comprehensive property information every week.
4: Last time we spoke, I identified Adelaide as the darling of um, our property guides. So for houses, we're looking at Salisbury Plain at a median house price of four eighty k, and also Old Raina and Modbury. That's about five fifty to five ninety. For median house price. Um, if you are in the market for units then we're talking about Bedford Park, Salisbury and Mawson Lakes and median unit price at about 260
1: to34350. Gee you know that still amazes me really especially those unit prices I mean they're very affordable.
4: Very much so, and like I said, you know, with, when it comes to Adelaide, we had about forty odd suburbs to choose from.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I can just see the smile on people living in Adelaide this morning, Asti. You're you're brightening up their morning for sure. <laughs> Let's have a look at Hobart this morning, and what were a couple of the suburbs that really stood out here.
4: So for Hobart, some of the suburbs that we've picked, and interestingly enough, these are repeat suburbs in the sense that they're affordable and livable not only for the houses or the units, but houses and units. Um, A good one is Rockaby and also Glenorchy. So both of these suburbs made it as an affordable and livable suburb for houses as well as for units. You're looking at a median house price of about 550 to 600 for houses. Um, and interestingly enough, a similar unit price of about 475 to 540. So similar ranges for both, and um, these are the places that we would recommend for Hobart.
1: Now let's have a look at Sydney. What really stood out here for you in terms of suburbs?
4: So for Sydney, our choices are Villa Wood, Chester Hill and Wiley Park for houses and you're looking at a median house price anywhere between 870 to a million dollars so i know that people say how can you say that a million dollars is affordable Um, it is definitely not affordable from the dollar perspective but from a perspective of the fact that sydney median house price is 1.89 million dollars this is as affordable as we can offer
1: All right. And uh, let's find out what is cooking really well in Melbourne when it comes to affordable suburbs. What did you find?
4: So Melbourne, definitely slightly lower pricing than the Sydney ones that I've just said. So, you know, there's some good news there already. Point Cook made it into our report for both houses and units. Um, you're looking at a price point of about $7.30 for a house in Point Cook and about five sixty five dollars for units. Epping is another one that made it into our report for both houses and units. So you're looking at about a price range of $6.55 um, for your median house price.
1: And uh, last but not least let's uh, head off to Perth. Uh, got to be a couple of standout suburbs here.
4: Yes, definitely for Perth has definitely had an interesting journey when it comes to the house market because you can find affordable prices as low as 375 in Stratton, but then also 500k houses in high, Ycomb. Hopefully I've said that correctly. In terms of units, you're looking also at a price range of about $350, $365 in
0: Forestfield and Morley. Stay ahead of the competition with the latest news, insights and data analysis on the Property Podcast that keeps you informed.
5: Here in Adelaide, we're still seeing a huge swing in demand compared to the supply when it comes to quality homes that are priced correctly across the entire metro area. Over the past fortnight, we've seen an even further upswing in auction results and sale prices achieved in many of your first home buyer and entry-level markets, likely up to about the $700,000 budget. So we are seeing more and more within this price bracket targeting modern lower maintenance homes, which is quite a swing from the past 24 months where people were targeting your bigger traditional size blocks.
1: Yeah. And, and there still seems to be this staying away from the properties that need quite a lot of work. Like as you say, people are more attracted these days to turnkey, no work required.
5: 100%. And I think a lot of that comes down to uh, trade availability and the increase of materials and labour across the board. Isn't that something
1: that you deal with? You deal with trades as well in terms of looking after properties and you would have experienced that first hand?
5: Thankfully, a lot of our trades do put our clients first. So any of our clients that are looking to buy a renovation project, we can have that facilitated, ready for settlement. But for the average property purchaser who's looking at their first home, it can all seem like it's a bit too much work.
1: Yeah. And who do you believe is the primary catalyst for driving this high demand in Adelaide? Because, you know, we've uh, just had yet again another rate rise, but despite this, your local market's still moving forward.
5: It really is. So, Adelaide dwelling values saw another 0.2% upswing in May. So, continuing the resilience despite the interest rate environment that we're seeing across the nation. So, the drive and demand is no doubt coming from the lack of stock. So, there's nothing changing in that respect. We're not seeing any huge numbers of quality options coming through. So, it's making conditions extremely challenging for people who are looking to purchase. What we're seeing is, as there's no properties to buy, many people aren't selling their homes Many are turning to rental properties, but they're few and far between as well. So it's a real vicious cycle that we're experiencing here in Adelaide at the moment. Um, The market has essentially been supported by persistently low stock levels. So advertised supply ending last month was 42% below the five-year average for this time last year
1: okay. Well, that kind of tells you something, doesn't it? And what about the the vendor sentiment at the moment there on the ground? Like you, you mentioned that people are just not bringing to market the quantities that they were, say, 12 months ago. What's kind of the thinking, the, the mentality there? They're just sitting?
5: A lot of them are. I think if you're looking to sell your home, you want to feel as though you're selling it in a market that you can confidently know you're going to get. Strong price. Right now, even though buyers are still prepared to pay a good price for property, as a vendor, I feel as though there is that uncertainty around what is actually going to be achieved and whether another interest rate rise is going to affect that.
0: We produce more property podcasts every week than anyone else. We are your trusted guide for all things real estate.
1: So what are you telling those on a fixed and variable rate to be aware of right now?
6: We're right in the the middle of this at the moment with our existing clients and with other mortgage holders approaching us. And fundamentally, for a variable rate holder, the sort of guidance we're giving is, number one, call your bank or, or request your mortgage broker to call your bank and ask for a better rate. Simple stuff. And we're doing a lot of that on behalf of our existing clients. Secondly, once... You get that offer from your existing bank, review this against the market. If you haven't got a mortgage broker, you can jump on some of those websites available. If you have got a mortgage broker, discuss with the broker what other offers are available in the market that you might be able to secure. We are finding some banks are offering some better new-to-bank type rates. There are some cashbacks which are phasing out and rightly so. Um, And there's also some consideration for people to fix, but really focusing on what's the best rate you can get. There is the odd occasion where people are unable to secure a better rate because they become what's called a sort of a mortgage prisoner because of serviceability buffers, but still focusing on your current provider and do what you can. For those on a fixed rate, Craig, just to move to that briefly, what we're really focusing on, what is the impact going to be when you come off your fixed rate? So we look at what the impact will be at that point in time. And then at that point in time, the first thing we do is similarly go to the existing provider and secure the best rate we can for our clients or for people talking to us. Then again, follow that process, compare that to the market, see if there's better options out there. And if they are, use the opportunity and the time to refinance to a better rate if you're in a position to. If you're not in a position to because you're unable to service or your situation's changed, focus on your budget, your repayments and getting the best deal you can with your existing provider.